Friday, 22nd of May, 2020. What is the noun for growing familiarity with discomfort due to prolonged exposure such that you are unsure if you want to be comfortable again? Are you visited by thoughts that this state of lockdown may just be the rest of our lives? And will that be so bad? Maybe I'm just having a good day. Well, my name is Ravneet and welcome to episode 13 of Ellipsis. The poem today is about the words that don't exist in our vocabulary. All the myriad emotions, situations and sensations that are palpable and lived yet find no easy articulation. I was in a session on Ikigai recently. Conversation veered toward how perfect it would be only if we knew what lies in the intersection of that that we love, can do well, the world needs and someone will pay for. I mentioned that a career pivot frustrates me more after I know that a concept like Ikigai exists than it ever did before. How do you know what will be perfect for you? Then someone remarked, you know Ravneet, there is no word in the Hindi language for perfect. It startled me, as it did everyone else present. We thought of several words that could potentially mean perfect and all we drew was uttam and umda, both of which respectively only mean best and then excellent. Neither of those quite mean perfect, do they? I came home and ruthlessly searched the internet. I came up with siddhi, which means accomplishment, purnita, which means completeness, and pravinta, which means proficiency. It seems only fitting that we have been taught our whole lives to focus on the effort and task at hand and not on the outcome. This absence of words and languages is the inspiration for the poem I picked today. It is called Special Problems in Vocabulary and it is by Tony Hoagland. From his poetry volume, Application for Release from the Dream. I'm reading from the Poetry Foundation website. Special Problems in Vocabulary by Tony Hoagland There is no single particular noun for the way of friendship stretched over time grows thin then one day snaps with a popping sound. No verb for accidentally breaking a thing while trying to get it open. A marriage, for example. No particular phrase for losing a book in the middle of reading it and therefore never learning the end. There is no expression, in English at least, for avoiding the sight of your own body in the mirror, for disliking the touch of the afternoon sun, for walking into the flatlands and dust that stretch out before you after your adventures are done. No adjective for gradually speaking less and less because you have stopped being able to say the one thing that would break your life loose from its grip. Certainly, no name that one can imagine for the aspen tree outside the kitchen window in spade-shaped leaves spinning on their stems, working themselves into a pale green vegetable blur. 
no word for waking up one morning and looking around because the mysterious spirit that drives all things seems to have returned and is on your side again that was special problems of vocabulary by tony hoagland well i find english certainly deficient in capturing life in its granularity as i bring this episode to an end let me leave you with wabi sabi a phrase borrowed from the japanese that refers to finding beauty in imperfection impermanence and incompleteness the japanese use wabi sabi often in pottery they give pride of place to deformed or unsymmetrical mugs and pots in a hat tip to simplicity and acceptance of human failings leaving you with this dispatch about words that don't exist in the languages we know the link to the poem should you want to read it again is in the podcast notes until tuesday living in ellipses rabin power mm-hmm.